The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It's the second hour, everybody, of the Rod Peterson Show on this Thursday, July 15th, in the year of our Lord, 2021. Moose DuPont's doing business over there. That's right. Because we're in the business of doing business. And how's business, Moose? Business is great. Good. It's we're, booming. It's booming. Pandemic's over, didn't you hear? No, it ain't. It's not over. And uh, no business is good. It's not over because we're in Canada. That's where we are. This is Canada's daytime sports talk show. And I bring that up because a few reasons. One, I see from our friends at 3downnation.com, Canada's foremost uh, source on the Canadian Football League, that Rough Riders linebacker Dion Lacey is back at practice today, exiting COVID protocol. It was Tuesday that Dion Lacey, the former Buffalo Bill linebacker, was pulled off the field in the middle of practice. He's back out there today. I know nothing about any of this. So it's like, my guess is he tested positive on Tuesday. Yeah. How he's back out two days later, I don't know. I don't know. Wish him well, and uh, away we go. From Rick Resenthaler in Edmonton. And by the way, what we do here in the second half kickoff, if you're new to this show, and I understand there's a lot of people that are new to it, we talk with you, the viewer. Later on in the second segment, we'll chat with Damon Allen the newest coach of the Las Vegas Raiders NFL coaching staff. But right now we talk about what we've been getting to throughout the day. And this is NBA Finals, NFL Notes. Richard Sherman's in some trouble, and our heart goes out to him. Deshaun Watson, Watson Aaron Rodgers, some CFL stuff, NHL fake news. There's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> Jeff, the Stamps fan, chimes in and says, I heard Micah Johnson isn't there today. Heesh. For those that don't know, this is the big stud defensive tackle of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders who's built like a Buick. Part My of, God, he's big. Part of the core four. Part of, one of the top four players on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I ran into him in the gas station last week, and I was like, or uh, last year. And I'm like, My God, are you big? And you're not a small guy. No, no I'm not a small guy. No, no, he's no taller than me, but he is Built like a Coke machine. And of course, if you know these ballers, they go straight from the stadium to do their errands and then go home. So, of course, he's wearing socks, sandals, Rough Rider gym shorts, and a muscle shirt. Huge. And he's not at practice today. Uh, okay. Oh, anyways, from Stephen, or sorry, Rick and Edmonton, Year of Our Lord. That's what Steve Bannon says on his show. Who's Steve Bannon? Should I know? I just heard a, uh, from Clark. He's the who? He was Trump's guy? Okay, whatever. I don't know who he is. Um, Jeff, in the zone, watching on YouTube, says, Sup, Rod and Darren. How do you guys feel about the NBA Finals? And who do you guys all have winning? You haven't been watching. Am I right? Uh, fits, fits and spurts is that's right but I'm going to be every game from here on out I'll be watching and I've I feel like Milwaukee's the heavy the favorite I eh. really do but my heart's with the Suns and I think the Suns are going to pull it off cool yeah I love the underdog story who's, and I know Milwaukee hasn't won in who's Milwaukee. calling me from White Plains New York how about uh, that 
I didn't know there was a White Plains, New York. Okay. Don't they know we're on the air? One day they'll get it. Um, some people are a little upset that, I mean, it is July and we're going to talk about the CFL because it is Canada. And some people are upset that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are charging for their annual green and white scrimmage. They never have before. I've covered 20 of them as voice of the team. And before that, more, before I was even voice of the team. Whatever. Where did Tank Abbott, watching in the Energy City, say? Remember what he said about the cost of it? Yeah. He's like, uh... Five bucks? Yeah, if you can't afford five dollars. Here it is. If you don't like watching a scrimmage for five dollars, don't go. Fourteen and under are free. Like the Regina Pats, God's team, featured on Jeopardy last night, don't you know? They charge a toonie for their blue and white game. What? Here you go. Here's five. Did you know people like the bitch? Did you? What? Breaking news. What? People like to bitch. Breaking news. $5 and everybody's in a flap. I think it's just Jeff the Stamps fan who's trying to stir things up. <laughs> Ryan McCarthy is watching the program right now in Saratoga, New York. He says, I'm not calling. I promise. I'm in upstate New York. White Plains is downstate. <laughs> it must be bad because you never hear anybody say I live in downstate New York. Oh, no. Yeah, but upstate New York sounds real classy. Yeah. I've never heard of downstate New York. Um, Jonathan Kinder's watching in Kansas City, Missouri. He says the Chiefs charge for training camp practices. To be frank, if I may be frank, I'm shocked they weren't charging years ago. Any public event for a pro sport, I'm, f- I'm shocked you ever got in free for the last 10 years. Have you seen the salaries lately? I was talking to another. What's Mahomes supposed to make this year? They got to pay him somehow. Is he making $45 million this year, Patrick Mahomes? I think so. And with bonuses, uh, Dakota Prescott from America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, he's making more than that with bonuses and everything else. What, what, what do you expect? Mike Blackbird in Toronto says, uh, oh, He says, Jeff is always trying to poke the bear. Yep. Is that me? Am I the bear? I, yeah. If you saw me with my shirt off, I kind of look like one. (laughs) Um, How about that? (laughs) Now that image isn't getting out of my head. From Benjamin Genoway. Benjamin, would you mind letting us know where you're watching from? He's writing on YouTube and he says, hey, Rod, what inspired you to start the show? And you know what? Maybe it's time. We got all these new viewers, right? Maybe yeah. it's time he did. And the other guy, Paul, who buzzes around here like a firefly, and I don't know where he is today. Yep. Do you want in two minutes or less answer that question, what inspired me to do this show? And then I'll take it off the end of that. Well, we started working together Yes. in 2015, and it, it grew and grew and grew. We spent more and more time together, and I kind of recognized that you have this national talent and this voice. And I've been pushing you even before you left your old job to do something like this. That's right. And then when you left the old job, I'm like, oh, perfect. This is it. And started building the studio and, you know, all these things that you deserve and kept bringing you in here. And you're like, this is cool. And then, you know, we started doing the show. I just knew that, you know, we needed to get you in front of more people. And here we are. Here we are. How about that? And that's the thing is I'm fielding all these calls every day from folks in the mainstream media, and you're there for a lot of them, and they're like, how do we do what you do? How do we do what you do? I'm like, two years ago, you didn't want to do what I'm doing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Right. But this is how, and and I'm also fielding calls from guys that are, oh, they're making me do this. They're making me do that. They're mad that I said this. What do I do? And I'm like, there's really nothing you can do. They got you. They got you. And nobody's got us, <clears throat> as you can tell. And that's the, <sighs> the nice feeling of all of this. Mm. More from Jonathan in Kansas City, Missouri, where my relations in Missouri, that's how they say it. 
says, I'm young enough. I don't remember when anything for the Chiefs was free. Yeah, but they won you a Super Bowl, by the way. Let's just remember that. Would you pay? We've said that for years and years and years and years. Would you go through a painful rebuild with your favorite franchise if you knew that a championship was attached to it? We would all say yes, but the problem is you never know what's at the end of the rainbow. That's why we chase it. Yes. That's why. I mean, if you knew, it wouldn't be as fun. You know, you got to be invested. You got to, you know, take a chance. And that's what we do in sports. And it's wonderful. Uh, and you're either in or you're out. I mean, I get, trust me, I get it. I change NHL teams every four or five years. <laughs> Works great. I should do that. <laughs> it's not as hard as you'd think. Listen, listen. Ron Lancaster's grandson. And for you Americans, he's the greatest quarterback in CFL history. It's 11-11, by the way. His grandson coaches with the Calgary Stampeders, and Mark Mueller's his name. And Ron Lancaster's daughter, I said to her, how can you just change allegiances all the time from Saskatchewan to Hamilton to Edmonton to Calgary? Because her son's now coaching with Calgary, right? She's like, it's not as hard as you think. Just tr- I've recruited a lot of people to the bandwagon of the Vegas Golden Knights. Do you want to come on over, Darren? I, I was a foot in the water for sure. It's not I, that hard. I had a foot in the water during the playoffs. It's not that hard. I might. You're thinking about I'm it. Thinking about it. I mean, you don't want to cheer for the Seattle Kraken. No. Where the hell are they? What have but they after, ever done? But I feel like I've got enough chips in the ta- in the middle of the table that I can't just fold now. You know, I'm kind of stuck where I'm stuck. With the Leafs? I, you know, you've invested enough. <laughs> you actually I, I think they're going to win a Stanley Cup, and you're going to come back and go, ah, oh, I shouldn't have gave up on them. Every time, I know. They're not going to. Yeah, but I'm, I'm in. I'm invested. I can't not. Hey, I respect it. Thank you. I absolutely respect it. CD, the Ticats fan. Oh, the CFL fans have woken up. CD, the Ticats fan, says, greater than Warren Moon or Doug Flutie? Dis- Full disclosure, I never saw Ron Lancaster play live. So when I say the greatest ever, he retired as the all-time leading passer in CFL history. He's an absolute icon of the league. I never saw him play live. So it would probably be Flutie. Damon Allen's obviously right up there. Damon, that's the thing. Ronnie retired as the all-time passing leader. Damon overcame him. We might have to put this to Damon if we said not counting yourself and Damon Allen's lined up and he'll be joining us shortly here, but not counting yourself. Who's the greatest quarterback in CFL history? Warren Moon had his five consecutive. And it's interesting that this great cups and it's interesting that this comes from a tie cats fan because he ain't even mentioning any tie cat quarterbacks. No, Danny Mack. That's the only guy you can think of. And, you know, and we haven't talked about Calvillo who would obviously be right up there in a, any conversation of top three quarterbacks. And that's another thing, by the way. That's why I'm interested to have Damon Allen on. For obvious reasons, you know why he's going to coach with the Las Vegas Raiders. Who wouldn't want to? But do you follow Anthony Calvillo on Instagram, by the way? I don't think I do. He uh, Just go look at his Instagram. Maybe Clark could call it up. I don't know if we can put it on the screen. He's at the wheel of a boat right now with his two kids behind him. Love and life. We were just out there, Darren, in Montreal on the, well, we weren't on the St. Lawrence River. We were by it. I guess for a moment we were on it because we broke into that yacht. The yacht just was well, I do follow him. You, do, you follow him? Yeah, there it is. There, yeah, I don't know how quick we can find it, but uh, he's loving life. Well, of course. Look at these photos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, wish, I hate to say that when we can't show them on the screen. It's but. like Brendan Labatt's pulling his RV around. He's Robin Williams in, uh, what was that show? RV. RV. It's yeah, called RV. Exactly. How about that? <laughs> and Damon, while having been an ambassador for the CFL for a while in the Argo, I think he's done with RVing. Damon's ready to jump right back into it. But I'm just saying some guys are just really enjoying having their summer off. And Damon might even be in Vegas right now. I'm not so sure. He's in Cali? Okay. Uh, regarding the all-time greatest quarterbacks, yeah. Chris Bird in Toronto says Anthony Calvillo's up there. Flutie always comes up. Damon Allen. 
EGA is watching on YouTube. That is their handle, EGA. Good morning, Mr. Peterson and company. The only team bringing a championship to Saskatchewan soon will be the Regina Pats. How about that? Yes. God's team. I just happen to have a hat here. So even in July... We're talking about God's team, the Regina Pats, who were on Jeopardy last night, by the way. Listen, can we go to a break yet? Because Damon's ready, and I'm, I want to talk to him. The newest member of the Las Vegas Raiders coaching staff joins us next. CFL icon, pro football icon, Damon Allen. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, Moose, how are you enjoying summer? It's amazing. <laughs> of course it is. And I gotta ask, are you ready to unveil your beach bod? I don't know. You already have. You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Complement your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. You'd like to take your gear off on the lake? <laughs> Let's be honest. You got me. Check your social media. You can see it. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's all one word and the number 20. FANSIDED20. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. Got you sold yet, Moose? Uh, I think so. It's... It's one of those delicate things, but if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues on Game Plus Television. And uh, just ahead of bringing in Damon Allen, a man that, when I say about these guys, that needs no introduction, then I go and introduce them. But retired as the CFL's all-time passing leader. Pro football's all-time passing leader was eventually surpassed by Anthony Calvillo, which we'll get to with DA here momentarily. He's from San Diego, California, America's finest city, played at Cal State Fullerton, and then into the Canadian Football League with the Edmonton Eskimos, Ottawa Rough Riders, Hamilton Tiger Cats, Edmonton Eskimos again, Memphis Mad Dogs, BC Lions, Toronto Argonauts, a four-time Grey Cup champion. <sighs> How many times MVP of the league, DA? A lot, let's put it that way. Wait, only once. <laughs> As usual, you look great. Congratulations on joining the Las Vegas Raiders, man. To me, that came out of nowhere. So, bravo, and uh, how'd this come about, sir? Well, I think it all started, uh, the, the previous Grey Cup that just uh, was played, and uh, I made the announcement that I was uh, interested in coaching. Uh, I've always had it in me. And um, I think it was the right time to, to come out and, and desire to coach. And so I hired Bill Scott to try to give me interviews. And uh, unfortunately, during that time, uh, during the interview process, I didn't get any interviews. Um, and then after that, the league didn't play at all. And so I started to look at different avenues and, uh, and understood that um, there's other paths that you can take to get into coaching. And uh, I know the Bill Walsh program, I've heard about it. Um, what made it even more significant was the fact that when Henry Burris went through the program, we had conversations throughout the whole time he was during his internship with Chicago Bears. And I applied the following March. And it took you know March till June to figure out when uh, all 32 teams would get the opportunity to see a resume and I was selected by the Raiders. So that was um, pretty exciting. Uh, I'm excited about the opportunity and to learn as much uh, football as possible. And so I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the journey, um, the path, and all the challenges that will take place uh, for me uh, 
in an internship to to understand uh, what goes on in the background coaching aspect uh, in the National Football League. And so uh, it's a new venture, but I'm excited, uh, ready to, um, you know, put the helmet on and, uh, and challenge it head on. Uh, here's the Associated Press story. Damon Allen will work with the NFL's Las Vegas Raiders coaching staff as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. You just mentioned it's the same one that Hank was in with the Bears. And, uh... Yes. Yeah. Your brother Marcus inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2003. Damon was enshrined in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame in 2012. Um, what what did your brother say about this? And did he... Obviously, you did this all on your own, but what did Marcus have to say about this? I mean, he's a, he's excited for uh, for me and the opportunity. And, you know, the Raiders were one of my five teams I had to select. Uh, there were two options uh, during the um, Bill Walsh program. You can either open it up to all 29 teams and select five teams. Um, I wanted to open it up to all 29 teams, but at the same time, I wanted to select five teams as well. And I had uh, people make phone calls uh, to those five teams uh, to let them know that I'm in the program, that I'm interested in uh, in working uh, with those teams. And like the Raiders were one of my five. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for, you know, for it to work out. Okay, off the top of my head, because Damon, I know you, you would have jumped in this head first. Derek Carr, uh, Marcus Mariota, who are you going to be working mm-hmm. with there with the Raiders? As far as uh, the position coach I'll yeah. be working with? Yeah, well, the, the players. Uh, what, I don't what, know. Yeah. what are you going to be doing? Everybody, I assume you're coaching quarterbacks. <laughs> what are you going to be doing? <laughs> well, you never know. And, and, and you know, I, I have an, uh, you know, an idea on, you know, what I want to do as uh, far as that position. But, you know, whatever they want me to do, I, I'm prepared to do. You know, whether it's the different positions uh, on the football field, that's just uh, an opportunity for me to learn more than what I know now. Uh, so it doesn't matter uh, what position that I'm, you know, learning from. Uh, I understand the foot, the game of football on offense and defense. And so I'm excited about, you know, stepping on the field and uh, and being among some of the, the great minds uh, in the National Football League and coaching and learn as much as I possibly can. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, like as a, a, a professional football player, you know, I tried to collect as much tools in my toolbox, and I'm, I'm going to do the same way in coaching. Uh, by the way, some of the viewers were asking why I laugh when you mentioned the uh, CFL Most Outstanding Player Award. I had this mixed up on your Wikipedia. You're three-time Grey Cup MVP, one-time league MVP, and uh, I'll come back on that in a moment. I, I want to ask you some CFL stories, but but first, what's what's the reaction been like in the pro football world since this announcement on Monday? By the way, for you, uh, it's been amazing, especially throughout Canada. I mean, the press release came through Canada first, and so the the uh, response from everyone and uh, wishing me well um, has been really great. And um, they know they understand the passion I have for the game of football. And I've always had um, coaching in me. For me, it's always been about timing and being in the right situation and the, uh, being with the right coach that gives you an opportunity to understand, you know, what you bring to a football team. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to be in the CFL, but it's an opportunity for me to potentially coach in the National Football League. Unbelievable. So on that, so the guy doesn't get any interviews with CFL teams and gets hired by the NFL's Raiders. So there's there's something to be found in that, by the way. But so here in Saskatchewan, they got a guy by the name they got a guy by the name of Paxton Lynch, who's in camp right now with the Rough Riders, first round pick of the Denver Broncos, and he had said after his first day on the field, Damon, that this league's more difficult than he thought, and that he wants to get back to the NFL. Obviously, who who doesn't, right? But what would you say, because now you're going to carry the CFL banner, I hope, in Vegas, and you're going to be dealing with these guys about this CFL game that is not that easy. Like, What would you say to Paxton Lynch as a guy that's trying to resurrect his career in the CFL? Uh, I would say to him, uh, learn as much as he possibly can on the defensive side of the ball because that's 
that's the era where, you know, with the extra guy, uh, it will be a little bit different. They can do a little bit more things on the defensive side of the ball with an extra man. Uh, now they can zone blitz and, uh, uh, and, and create pressure. And I, and I think at the same time, uh, you know, that's what I did when I first came to the league. I mean, I had a desire to play. I mean, I was tossing the ball up in every game, you know, Matt Dunnigan was playing with and I was the backup. But he has to prepare himself um, in a way and, and that will prepare him to say when his name is called, he has to be ready to play. That's the difficulty in um, the role of a backup or potential guy who's on the bench. Every day in practice is his game day. And so he has to take the position and where he's at at this present time because he's not the starter. But he is trying to get uh, used to this, the field size, uh, playing the different hashes, uh, learning the defenses. And I think that's the thing he needs to focus on. Because you have to believe that any anybody who's in any professional uh, setting, whether it's uh, National Football League or CFL, they have the skill set to play. For him is to learn how the game is played in Canada. So to this list again, again, I misread. It's a three-time Grey Cup MVP, one-time league MVP. And for me, Damon, if I may... I was on the sidelines for the 04 Grey Cup in Ottawa. It was just awesome. You had the Argos there against Wally's Lions, your old team. And he couldn't decide between Casey Printers or Dave Dickinson. And you just came in and ate his lunch that day. Uh, <laughs> what You did. What? Listen, people will ask you which is your favorite Grey Cup win. And that's an unfair question to ask. But that one in Ottawa that day in 04 was pretty special. Yes, it was pretty special because of the setting, um, the, the circumstances, you know, how I came to Toronto and it was through BC and, uh, you know, and the conversations we had with Wally and, you know, it, it's a it's a whole uh, unique story behind it because I think when Wally, you know, let me go, um, he was basically, to me, I took it, it was basically saying that my good days and my good years are behind me and, you know, it's amazing that um, if a player would listen to someone else uh, describe or to control someone's career, I mean, that's why I always try to let players know that, man, hey, retire when you want to. You know when it's time to go. And, and if I would have listened to Wally that my good days were over, you know, I probably wouldn't have won another great cup or I wouldn't have won most outstanding player, you know, a few years later. And so... For me, is uh, I tell every athlete, stay on scholarship. Play as long as you possibly can. You know when it's time. And that's why that story was so unique, because what I went through to get to Toronto, and and I knew who we were going to play in the Great Cup in, after the Eastern final game. And that was before the Western final game was, was played. I knew we were going to play the BC line. Well... Right, so he had the motivation. Of course, I get what you're saying because he was a doubleheader oh. on that day. Yeah, well, I knew it was special to you, Damon, and maybe it's because of all the time we spent together over the years, but I'm glad that you <laughs> told that story. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, Damon won two Grey Cups at McMahon Stadium, beating Calgary twice in the West Final. And if I may, Damon, on that 4 <laughs> Argos team, you had Ricky Williams on it, right? And he broke his arm in a game at Taylor Field. And here was just a guy, when he came to Canada from the NFL, Ricky Williams, did he not think that he yeah, was going to look? Wasn't on, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't on the 04 team. He was on the 05 team. Okay, well, when he, came, when he came up, either way, did he not think he was going to light it up in the CFL? Or what, what was his, what do you remember about what his expectations were about being a tailback in the CFL? Well, it's unique because you have to understand after the 04 season in 05, we're the number one rated offense in the CFL. And then Ricky came and we completely changed our offense. We released uh, um, <laughs> uh, Ken Austin as our offensive coordinator. And then we started to run the football a lot more when Ricky came. So we changed our offense completely when Ricky came. And so there was a lot of pressure on not only us signing him, but to to really involve him in the offense. And, and the, it was just a whole um, unfortunate story that happened because I think that started our somewhat of our downfall. Instead of Ricky coming into the number one offense in the league, 
uh, at that time in 05, you know, we had, we decimated our whole system. Uh, and, and so it, we had to focus more on running the football. And that's why our numbers were so much different from 205 to 2006 is because uh, <laughs> the, the presence of Ricky and we felt that Ricky would enhance uh, the 2005 uh, offensive team that, uh, you know, lost in the Eastern final that year. And Kent doesn't like to run but the Ricky, football. Uh, I mean, Ricky was a <laughs> Ricky was a smart football player. I mean, he was skillful, can catch, run. He can do it all behind the backfield. And I, we just felt that uh, we went to a two back system instead of uh, having Ricky as uh, the one back uh, system in a in a five uh, receiver spread offense. And I thought in 2006 we would have eventually had a better feel for what we can do with Ricky at all. But unfortunately, uh, Austin was uh, was let go uh, that year. Craig Campbell is watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto. He says, I was in an end zone standing in the temporary stands watching Damon and team win another one for the Argos in 04. Thanks, Damon. So there's one from an Argo fan thanking you for bringing home a championship. Ryan McCarthy watching in New York State says, question for Damon. I might be wrong, but I heard that you wore the same shoulder pads from your time at Cal State Fullerton and throughout your entire pro career. Is that true? Uh, the truth of the matter, the, the shoulder pads I was wearing uh, were uh, Brian Kelly's uh, when he retired. And I started wearing his shoulder pads. They were the oldest Wilson shoulder pads with basically no padding in it and you know, as uh, you know, I, I never wanted to wear big pads. I always wanted to wear, you know, small pads where I can. Uh, it would be no restriction on my uh, the different uh, uh, release points in, uh, in my my career. And so I've always wore Brian Kelly's old pads. There you go. There's the story, Damon. Uh, I don't really want to let you go, but I. I will. I just want to ask you this. What's next in terms of getting down to Vegas training camps in a couple of weeks? Like, what's up? What's the plan? Well, I, well, I start, uh, you know, July to the 23rd is when I first arrive uh, in Vegas and, and going to Vegas. And then from there, I think training camp starts um, the 27th. And so I will be down there four or five days prior to training camp um, with the other coaches and learning as much like I said it's going to be a, a cram session for for me to try to get a great feel for what you know the Raiders are doing offensively I mean but I like I said I know football and I can adapt and it'll be no different than a rookie's trying to learn the, the offensive plays or defensive plays in training camp so you know it's a lot of sessions that you have to be by yourself and put the, the time and work in um, and communicate and uh, and try to have a great feel of what the innovation of their offense and what the premise of their offense is all about. And, but I'm confident that I'll be able to do those things um, because I, I understand the, the big picture. Uh, any nervousness at all, or just straight on excitement? My excitement is, has more to do with, uh, you know, facing the challenge of something new, uh, something different. Uh, on the coaching realm, uh, but um, I'm confident that uh, I can communicate. I'm confident that I can uh, take in and understand and apply uh, in the same time. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, understanding the the energy that uh, Coach Gruden brings uh, is my kind of guy. I love that yeah. kind of energy because I'm passionate when I step on the field. I have fun when I step on the field, and I have joy. In the same time, I hope I, I can translate that among the players and the, the system that I'll learn while I'm there and, you know, leave it all on the field. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I see that synergy with yourself and Chucky. And uh, like everything yeah. you've done, you're going to be great, Damon. I'm so proud of you and happy for you. A few more Raiders fans here right now. So thanks for this today, Damon. We'll be watching. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Thanks for having me Thanks, on. bud. Canadian Football Hall of Famer, Damon Allen. Wow. That's exciting. Very cool. It's, Rick, yeah. It's the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. The same one Henry Burris went through, and Henry Burris turned that program 
into a full-time job, Damon's going to turn this, I'm sure, into a position coach or a full-time job. Of course. Once they get and Gruden spends time around him and the other coaches and, and that group, they're going to fall in love with, with D.A. One, uh, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame, which, by the way, I told him, and I'll say it now on live television, he just did an outstanding job of carrying the trophy out onto the ice at Amelie Arena in Tampa Bay. You didn't slip, Craig! That's what I always worry about. Oh, Him and Phil Pritchard, you guys did a great job. Uh, Anyways, he says those shoulder pads need to go to the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, where is the Canadian Football Hall of Fame right now? Speaking of that kind of stuff, in John Carr's office in Calgary, the equipment trainer for the, for the Dinos, yes. works closely with the Stamps, too, in the same building. He has Doug Flutie's shoulder pads sitting in his, in his room. I put them on. Come on. I've put them they on. There's a photo you. somewhere. They that? would fit me. That's the, You're that, taller than Doug Flutie, by the way. That's the problem, yeah. We'll be right back. They're telling me to shut up and go to break. Uh, sports update next. Overtime. The original 16... Update, the Ultra Update 2. Everybody loves that. That's coming up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry, we got talking. We got talking in the break, and I miss. I didn't get my thing up here, but I'm ready now. Sports update: The Bucks and Suns are heading back to Phoenix for Game Five of the NBA Finals with two wins each. Chris Middleton scored 40 points to send Milwaukee past the Suns 109-103 in Game Four of the NBA Finals. A big block from Yanni Antetokounmpo late in the game gave the Bucks their second straight victory. And if you weren't watching the game, but you were listening, that was kind of me last night. Mike Bream, the voice of the NBA on ESPN. What a block by Giannis. It was so good. Oh, and wow. you weren't even watching. The game was tighter than 109-103, which seems tight. But it would... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting into it. What else is there to watch? That's right. Jeopardy, where they mentioned the Regina Pats last night. And the Blades, by the way. A government official familiar with the talks told the Associated Press that the Blue Jays won't find out by this weekend whether they will get permission from the federal government to play at Rogers Center soon. A team spokesman said the club continues to work with the federal government toward playing games at Rogers Center starting July 30th and originally expected to receive a response by Friday. I'm smiling because it's so ridiculous. It's, you, all you can do is laugh, I guess. But can you imagine being Canadian sports executives? You know, the guy wrote in earlier from Toronto, one of our viewers, Ray, from the Six. He's like, Rod, how come Toronto FC can play tomorrow night in front of a crowded BMO, but the Blue Jays can't? Do I look like Justin Trudeau? Ask him. He responds to people on Twitter, doesn't he? I don't know. <laughs> You've never wrote him. I don't know. I've never tried writing him. The rush to the Major League playoffs for fans... All over begins tonight when the second half opens with one game in Major League Baseball. Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, and the American League East leading Boston Red Sox visit Yankee Stadium to start an early stretch that could decide New York's fate. The Yankees are fourth in the division, eight games behind Boston. The Blue Jays return to action Friday against the Texas Rangers in B-Town, Buffalo. They say the Blue Jays need to win 45 games to have a chance of winning the division. I think it's going to be more than that. Probably be more than that. Again, we're halfway through. But um, the way they're scoring runs, they should be better than they are. They'll get more wins in the second half. They Mm -hmm. really will. Jen at the Four Seasons says the Calgary Stampede's been filling her afternoons. What's that on CBC? Watching Rodeo? Go back to how we started. I only watch when it's playoffs. Give me to the finals of the rodeo. And the, last, the last day, the $50,000. With Mark like- Lee in a cowboy hat. I love me some Mark Lee, but no. Sounded like you were ready to announce the chuck wagon. Oh, I could. Oh, yeah. I got asked one time to announce rodeo, and my brother's like, don't. 
an actual competitive cowboy. He's like, don't. You'll make a fool of yourself. He probably would have pulled it off. Of course I'd have crushed it. <laughs> he just, ah, uh, you know what? He just didn't want you entering his realm. That's exactly and, what it and was. And taking over. That was his space. He owns it. We can't have Rod at the dinner table being now he's the sports guy and he's the cowboy well, guy. Well, no, 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 no. He's watching right now. I just talked to him last night. He tried to make me a cowboy as a teen, and it just wasn't, just wasn't my thing. And uh, I tried it a little bit, but I uh, listen. I know you people that are cowboys. I don't want you getting mad. But we went to a rodeo in Wapella one time, and him and two of his buddies were standing around with a hose and a rubber trough. And I'm like, you, "That's how you clean yourselves, you guys." I need, a sh- I need a shower. I need a warm bed. I need... You're not cut off. I'm not cut... Listen, I want to be a cowboy three times a year. Craven Country Jamboree, Agribition Rodeo Cabaret, and that's about it. <laughs> Maybe in, in Texas. Would, you, would it ever be on your bucket list to call rodeo with your brother as a color commentator? Absolutely not. <laughs> From Carberry, Alberta... Trust me, I can do it. I can do it. I can do anything. Because he'd probably be really good an analyst. Uh, no. 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 Stop <laughs> it. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you know. know the answers I to know. these. I know. Uh, this sports update for dubnetwork.ca, if, if that's what it is, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers Across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest, visit dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. If I may, before we break, anybody that loves Yellowstone, now that so many people have seen it because we encourage them to do so, so many, my family growing up was Yellowstone. That's a fact. Ask anybody that knows us. That was our family. And people say, Rod, which one were you? And the first few episodes, I'm like, I'm like Lee would be Casey. Okay, yeah. And I thought that I would be Jamie because he's at home in a suit, but he's also at home in Wranglers. And then I realized I'm Beth. Psycho. Yeah, when you said that. Bat. Crap. Crazy. Yeah. I'm Beth. I see it a little bit. I do. I do. It's the truth. Uh, we're going we're gonna to break here, by the way. But the other day, this came up the other day. I met with a guy who was, I was, had to explain him to somebody else I was talking to. He was wearing Wrangler jeans, cowboy boots, and I said, a brush popper shirt. And they said, a what? I said, a brush popper shirt. It's a brand of Wrangler shirts that I used to wear. So when you're Two riding pockets. your horse and you're going into branches and trees, like brush popper shirts, they, they wouldn't cut you. It wouldn't hurt you. Brush popper shirts. Do they still make them? I don't, I don't mine are long gone. I, I can't know. Long gone. But I'm sure they're just as good as the day I bought them. That's the way Wrangler makes things. Cowtown is literally just down the street. Uh, <laughs> CD says, I was actually getting a rip vibe. No, I'm, I'm, I ain't rip. Nope. I'd like to be, I'm not, I'm not. Jeff's, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Rod is Dan Jenkins, dead oh, ringer. Dad. He's the billionaire land developer. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I'm Beth. Crazier and a outhouse rat. We'll be back. I still got to do the, out, the update. Next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. We've got the original 16 Ultra update coming up. Okay, Clark, that's in moments, but it is overtime. 
This is where we started the viewer takeover segment way back 528 episodes ago. Which, by the way, I was thinking 528 episodes. What's your favorite all-time number 28? I couldn't think of one. Number 28. Who's your favorite all-time number 28 in honor of the 528th episode? CJ Anyone? Any, who? CJ Chris Johnson, the former Titans running back, 2,000-yard rusher. 28. Kenton Keith. There you go. Ty Domi says Clark. Okay, so on the Prairie Mobile text line, one has come in from the 403. Watching from Clearwater County, Alberta. First time. It was great to see you on YouTube. Do you have this as a podcast? I listened to a lot of them driving on the night shift on the Alaska Highway. Signed, Brian, a.k.a. Fire Tanker 51. Over to you, business guy. Take a peek. Search your podcast, The Rod Peterson Show, and you can get the podcast in full version. And if you want the short version, which is our opening segment and select interviews, it's uh, called The Rod Peterson Show Daily Blitz. All of your favorite podcast platforms, we're there. That's right. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And the opening, the warm-up, the 20-minute segment, that's what he's saying. You can just subscribe to that. For some reason, he felt the need to call it The Blitz. So it is. Yeah. Uh, are you ready, Clark? I'm going to go over a little time. I'm going to go over time on this, but that's okay. You let me know. Here we go and go. Yesterday, we talked hockey. Today, we're going to talk football. The Riders are on, I think, day six of training camp, and we'll get to them in a minute. But I watch ESPN every morning, and they discuss the NFL a mind-numbing amount. And that's fine. But you'd think there'd be another story besides the nasty situation in Green Bay with quarterback Aaron Rodgers. The 16-year veteran and future Hall of Famer has made it known he doesn't want to continue his career at Lambeau Field, primarily because he doesn't feel valued by the franchise. He skipped minicamp this spring, and now with training camp beginning at the end of the month, sources close to Rodgers say that he won't be there either. Stare-downs like this always come down to who has the most leverage. If you want to relate it to yourself, who really does feel totally valued and appreciated at work? Yet we show up and pound the anvil every day knowing they've got us right where they want us. We need the paycheck. However, Aaron Rodgers does not. He's made $250 million over the course of his career, and that doesn't include endorsements. He can afford to sit out a year or even call it a career if he's miffed enough over comments made by Packers president Mark Murphy. Consider Tom Edward Brady. He faced a situation of like it or lump it from the New England Patriots, and we all know how that turned out. Tampa won a Super Bowl while the Pats watched on TV. As for the CFL, it's been made pretty clear over the past year who has the leverage there. But I guess in Canada, when it comes to sports and a virus, it's still the government who's got the most leverage out of anyone. So much for really going over. Uh, I I cut a little bit out of it. I'm not a rookie. Uh, the Ultra Update is for an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol, taste without compromise, the original 16 Ultra. You love that kind of talk, don't you? Who's got the leverage in any negotiation? Who's got more leverage here? Yeah. I'm asking you, Aaron Rodgers or the Green Bay Packers? Oh, Aaron Rodgers does. He does, sure. doesn't he? Yeah. Because he's not just another player. He's not just another player. And a lot of guys, and that's the awareness you have to have. Are you another, just another player? And your value really comes down to, A, what somebody's willing to pay, not what you think you deserve, what somebody's willing to pay, but also how easily can you be replaced, right? The harder you are to replace, the more value you have, period. That's why we have different wage gaps, right? Thank you for coming to Darren's TED Talk. Ted Lasso. That's right. By <laughs> the, the way, I want to say congratulations to the entire team at uh, whatever network's running my show, Ted Lasso. 20 Emmy nominations. Hey, congratulations. A record. Uh, Jonathan Kinder watching in Kansas City, Missouri says, I don't watch ESPN anymore because they are pretty much the NFL network. I like to hear about a variety of sports topics. Well, you came to the right place. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says to be a worker is to be exploited, unloved, and unappreciated. That's life. What a sad outlook that is. That explains a lot that he would say, I don't feel, just so you know, I don't feel exploited. Good. I don't. 
I, he's up for the Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award for the Paragon Award. I wrote a recommendation for you. Very good one. You're, wel- you. you're welcome. James in Borden, Manitoba says, another gem, boys. See you tomorrow. From Ryan in New York, he says, Brian Rafalski, number 28 on the New Jersey Devils. Let's get him in real fast. That's a good one. Your number 28's your favorite all-time 28's. I can't think of too many. Why is that not a famous number? I know, right? AP, Adrian Peterson, no relation. Claude Giroux, somebody wrote in from the Orange Crush. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Canyon, Saskatoon watching. He says, uh, breaking news. People want to bitch. Usually you are on top of things. That one you missed by at least a decade. What were we talking about? This, this came in like an hour. People ago. wanting to complain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not new. I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I didn't say it was new. You got me. There you go. Uh, we're out of here. Well, from CD, the Ticats fan, you, you do look like Kansas native Jason Sedaikis. You know that. I do. See you tomorrow uh, with Robert Vanstone from Post Media and more. Nerds! Nerds! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.